0: Awesome. We're recording, so yeah, Trevor. If you could just unmute yourself, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Daniel. Uh, so, so thank you, thank you today for um, your amazing sermon. Very challenging sermon. Again, uh, allowing us to examine ourselves. Uh, and again, I had no idea who that was. Who was it? That is it, Johnny. Boy? It's Johnny Ball. Yeah. Johnny Ball. Yeah. No clue who that was, but um, we've all we've yes. all heard of
1: Zoe Ball. I should have I should have made that connection, shouldn't I? Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, but yeah, so yeah, really good, um, really good, challenging sermon. So I just have a few questions for you um, as we reflect on kind of our new series for, for Advent. And so I have three questions, and then I'll open up the floor for anyone else who has any questions or reflections that you have from today's uh, sermon. So I'll go with the first question. And the first question is Do you have some tips on how Christians can examine themselves? I know you spoke a little bit about this in the sermon. Yeah.
1: No, thanks, Denzel. I mean, I guess uh, the thought that came to me is uh, it it just it it takes time, first of all. It can't be done uh, in a rush. You know, I I think this stuff requires space and time to think uh, and reflect. If we're we're always busy and running around, uh, it's going to be harder to be to be doing that. So an initial thought is, well, this is Sunday. It's Sabbath. (laughs) So you've got day. Uh, And and how are we going to use that time? Um, A few of the thoughts I had is is just that I think self-reflection and examination, it's just a good thing to build into your life. Do I have regular time when i slow down and and I reflect uh, on a daily basis? I think, um, you know, I know myself, I'm quite good at starting the day with God in prayer, and I do that every morning, and I look ahead to the day, uh, I, I feel challenged. I think I need to learn to, to end the day and look back. There's something about looking yes. isn't there, but there's something actually about uh, looking back and what has happened and what am I going to be thankful for, almost put, putting, putting the day to bed or, or closing the day down uh, with God. There are other traditions. I mean, we might just want to to go and look and and, um, explore more other traditions of the church, which I think help us uh, to do that. So there's the prayer of examine, which some of us might've heard of, which is uh, something Jesuits say, I think twice a day, it it was Ignatius of Loyola. I mean, it's it's just a a method really for examining our hearts uh, and bringing stuff before God and, Another tradition in Christianity is um, John Wesley's Holy Club. don't know if anybody's ever heard of that. 22 questions that um, the holiness movement under John Wesley had, which people were encouraged to ask themselves every day. Um, I looked some of them up earlier. Am I honest in all my acts and words? Have I exaggerated today? Do I confidentially pass on to another what was told to me in confidence? Can I be trusted? Uh, Am I self-conscious, self pitying or self-justifying? Incredibly challenging questions. That was part of Wesley's tradition and and what he got people to walk in. So, yeah, if you you could just Google that, 22 questions uh, of the Holy Club. And I think, Denzel, the final thought I had, that first question is maybe just self-examination. We can't do this on our own. (laughs) You know, I I think actually... uh, there are always going to be things about ourselves that we're blind to. So who do I know who loves me, who cares for me, uh, who is wise and who's going to be honest uh, and give me feedback uh, and, and speaking to my life? Um, yeah, I think examining ourselves takes us so far, but others, yeah, to whom we're accountable and who can walk with us helps.
0: Absolutely. Helps. Absolutely. Thank you, Trevor. And the uh, second question I had for you is, um, are there other ways that hardship and trials can help us in our faith?
1: Yeah, thank you. I, I mean, this is a bit more personal, maybe my reflections on that, uh, as I was mulling this over. I, I think, uh, I mean, obviously, there's the issue of dependency. I think there are moments when things burn up beneath us. And we are forced to rely on God, you know, and we, we do have that. What am I relying on? I thought this morning, it's a bit like, uh, you know, the cartoons you see of someone like Roadrunner and they're running along at high speed and then they run off the cliff. and Actually, the, the, the legs still sort of keep in motion. And then they turn around and they realize there's nothing beneath them. I think I've had that moment at times uh, in my walk. And it's then you think, OK, God, I, I really need you. But I think the other two things I thought when you you posed that question, Denzel, were uh, there's something about at times being shaken out of our, our complacency, maybe, and our assumptions about the world, and maybe being helped to become more compassionate. I mean, I, I know we had an experienced lots of us that we shared this before with with a number of you by James and his health, health and a period when when he was he was very ill. Um, I look back at that, and I think that that just made me aware of how much of a struggle life is for a lot of other people. When 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 you 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 can to terms with the struggle yourself, and I think there's something about learning how other people struggle, and and, and being more compassionate and caring about how other people struggle, takes us cl- closer to God because God's heart is full of compassion for people who who struggle. Um. And maybe my my last thought would be as well that maybe hardships and trials can be healthy because they make us ask questions. And I think it is good to have a questioning faith. And and I know that seems strange uh, in light of what we said earlier about not having doubts. I'm not suggesting we we deconstruct everything, but just be curious, uh, stretch yourselves, you, you know. Do come to God and, and, and seek him out and say, why is this happening? And and um, you know, I can think of times, like I say, when James was ill, when uh somebody in our family died very suddenly in a road accident. Just made, made me think, do you plan everything out in our lives, God? You, you you know, is is this something you've planned from the beginning of the universe that was set in stone? Do you work in a different way? Uh, I think it's good to explore those questions and, and go deeper so yeah I, uh, that's just been my experience yeah
0: thank you and the last question i have for you uh, trevor is uh, how can we have a single-minded trust in god during difficult times
1: uh, that's hard isn't it I, i'm not sure i <laughs> i'm not sure if we can reduce it to a technique maybe it's just about having a daily resolve and a determination um I'm going to keep on on trusting. I think when you pose that question, Dan, so maybe the other thought that came to mind is, uh, you know, what about all this time that we've had released during lockdown? I mean, we've we've had a lot of stuff taken away, uh, but but we have been given a bit more time. Not all of us, I know. Uh, I know some of us have felt busier than than, than ever. But if we're forced to stop. Uh, sometimes in being forced to stop whilst a lot of other stuff is taken away, we are given silence or we are given slowness or stillness. Uh, how are we going to use that? Uh, you know, How have we used lockdown? Um, I think the other thing that I, I, I thought about when you posed this question is it's just an awful lot of distractions which can rob us of that stillness. Isn't it interesting? One of the first things that happened beginning of lockdown, the BBC... Uh, Put tons of old content onto iPlayer because you know the whole nation needed to be amused and given stuff to watch when we were uh, at home. And there is so much—it's just so much stuff out there, isn't there, to watch uh, and to listen to uh, and to be distracted by, which can rob us of of what we really need to be paying attention to. So uh, I think that was just the other thing. If I'm if I'm given the gift of silence or stillness do i just fill it up with other noise that i can go and find or or, yeah or or do i spend that time with god and uh do i watch things which will build me up and are healthy and do i talk to people who will build me up and challenge me
0: yeah thank you that's really helpful so I'm, i'm going to open up the floor now for anyone who has Any questions for Trevor or any reflections from anything that's been said or from the sermon that you would like to share? So feel free to wave at me or unmute yourself and and yes, feel free to do that now. (coughs) Any reflections or questions? Is that Alan, did you? (coughs) Yes, Alan. If you, yeah, if you can unmute yourself, Alan, that'd be great.
2: Yeah, I was just picking up on uh, what you were saying about the um, John Wesley's holy questions, and so forth. Mm. And I thought it just linked quite well to the to verse five, which is, yeah. uh, if any of you lack wisdom, you should pray to God, who will give it to you, because He gives generously and graciously to all. And almost it just struck me actually, perhaps what He gives you is those sorts of questions. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that gives you the wisdom, you know. Just a yeah. thought, really.
1: No, absolutely, I, I I agree, and um, I mean it's it's helpful, Alan, isn't it, to to remind ourselves verse five as well. God, yeah, God will help us in this, you know, <laughs> if we if we come to Him in that spirit of examination, and we're we're yeah, we're saying H- what can I learn? How can I grow through this? He's not He's not going to leave us. Alone, <laughs> he's not going to just take our own chances, but yeah, sometimes, yeah, just the thought or the insight, yeah, it, it can be that. I suppose it's that aha moment, isn't it? We, we do sometimes have, a sense, even with the question of something being something being unveiled, I suppose, don't we, that we've we've not seen before, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
0: Any other questions or reflections?
2: Oh, there's Rob. It was interesting that you're talking about oh. <clears throat> um, uh, introspection, uh, and I agree totally with that. Interestingly, also we in our Bible reading notes this week was it Word for Today that we've been looking at. It's been talking about also that the danger sometimes there can be a danger of too much introspection, yeah. um, and you can actually get a bit depressed um, <laughs> about yourself. Um, and actually, the, what you should be doing is focusing on Jesus, because when you focus on Jesus, then it gets your priorities right. And yeah, so th- there's a there's a positive and a danger and too much introspection. I think what we took out of those notes
1: yeah no that's helpful Rob perspective's a big thing isn't it perspective is important and yeah when we're on our own I mean too much time to think and too much time to dwell if not used productively can we can be burrowing down can't we uh I I I do think yeah it's 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? That, 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 that we need yeah
2: yeah. Um, and I think well, if I was looking at those 22 questions each day I'd probably spend about an hour and a half thinking oh my goodness I'm worthless I'm a designer <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no I agree
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: agree
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe one a day you know <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the friendship thing though, I just I just come back as well. Yeah, there's this time on our own, but then there is time with friends. I mean, I, I had a couple of hours the week before last with a good friend, just talking stuff through where we're both at in our ministry, what God's doing in our lives at the minute. There's nothing like that gift, actually. Yeah, if if there's people who we can know and who we can who we can take it from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think Billy had his hands raised. And then Theresa.
3: Hi, Billy. Hi, oh, hi, hi Trevor. Thanks, uh, Denzel. Yeah, Trevor, uh, thanks for the message this morning. Um, just sort of in relation to what you were talking about, about, you know, trials and coronavirus mm. and all of that. Um, I mean, where I work at the minute, we have seen a, a, a big increase in uh, people you know, going through a crisis because of um, the lockdown at the minute. And um, it seems to be mainly to do with uh, social situations, like people losing their job and mm-hmm. having having no money, being isolated at home, um, feeling very lonely and stuff. And um, normally for most of those people, w- one thing we find is that, you know, they don't have strong coping mechanisms. And we try to sort of... Um, Offer them therapy that can develop their coping mechanisms in order to deal with um, stressful situations in life. And um, I just wanted to sort of say that, you know, one of the things about having a faith in God is that it gives you that coping mechanism. So that, you know, whenever you go through trials, because life, for me anyway, my you know, my interpretation of life is you will always go through trials no matter. You know what stage of your life you're at. But it's about having the coping mechanism of having, you know, the power of God in your life that will help you to overcome those trials and um, you know, mature as a Christian and 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 serve the Lord. And um I, I I find quite a lot that you know, many of the people that we um that we see down in A and E, the, the the majority of them, you know, they don't have a faith in God. And and it's very rarely that we see Because let's face it, Christians go through the same problems as what unbelievers go through. But it's very rare that I would, um, you know, see people come to the department in a crisis who have a faith in God, which I find, you know, so I just want to make the point, you know, that no, no matter what trials we go through, whether it's coronavirus, whether it's issues with our health or whatever, you know, as long as we have that, 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 cornerstone in our life of, of, of God and having faith in God and having his presence and power in our life I think you know we will be overcomers and we will, we will overcome whatever trials we have to face and um, yes so so I think you know that that's what I got out of the service this morning that you know you will always go through trials no matter what you know matter what's happening in, in the world you'll always go through trials but Having that faith in God will bring you through it. And uh, you know, that's all I really wanted to share.
1: Yeah, no, thanks, Billy. Yeah, it it it's helpful, isn't it? And I mean, I know it's hard because I, I, I know some people who, who 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 have great faith and who have struggled desperately at, at, at some moments. Uh and and uh you know, I I I think uh we, we probably need to acknowledge that as well <laughs> that, that 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 it's not a lack of faith if 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 we do struggle but but, but, but i agree with what you're saying and and i, and I you know I, I look at um you know, I, I look at people i've known for example when relationship ried up and happened, for example and there's just no framework in their life of of a language of grace or forgiveness uh, or, or reconciliation and and God does give us himself and his power and also just there's, there's a way of understanding these situations and a, almost reflexes things we know we need to do which are are good for us and healthy for the people around us aren't they yeah yeah it was oh Teresa was it?
3: yeah well it's kind of related a bit to what Billy's saying really that, that you know the words in James are great encouragement for Christians going through hard times but Does is there any way that translates if we're supporting friends or people we know who are not Christians who are going through hard times? Is there any way anything we can take from that that, to give them or to give us words of encouragement? You know, it's quite hard to say to somebody, well, it's for your own good. It's to help you grow up or be mature. Is there something more caring that we can we could bring from it?
1: It's it's really hard, isn't it, Teresa? I uh, gosh, it, it is so difficult. I mean, I know that I have had uh, experiences of speaking to people at moments of great loss and great pain, and to speak in that moment of oh, the goodness of God when people are confronted with so much, just the enormity of what they are losing, is is very hard, and yet. Perhaps we can just graciously try to speak of God's goodness. And I mean, maybe the other angle on this is the God who uh, you know, the God who is spoken of here, who wants us to come to that maturity and completeness, is also the one who has been through sorrow and pain and agony himself. And perhaps that's one way to kind of temper that message that he's not, he's not just the God who says, well, well, okay, how, how are you going to be shipped up by all of this? But he's been alongside us uh, as well, but it's, it's, I agree. I think, I think God can use those moments. I mean, I think times of loss in our lives can be times when we reassess and we think what are our priorities. And we probably all know people who, have been through crises and they've still learned from them and have still reordered their lives, even if sadly they haven't <laughs> reordered them to the extent of, of of coming to God and committing their faith in him. So, so hopefully some people with some self, you know, hopefully a lot of people can get to that point, can't they, of thinking, well, yeah, what can I learn? What what do I need to, to do Differently, or how might, I, how might I have different priorities? But um, I think I think God can work, yeah. But it's it's just it's asking Him all, almost for that mix of that person's openness and the words from us, and then His grace. Sorry, that's quite a rambling answer, isn't it? But um, but yeah, it, it's what comes to mind for now. Yeah, think about this more. Yeah,
0: I think as well when you're speaking to I think I do agree that with. People who are particularly non-Christians who don't have the Bible as their basis or foundation to then mm. share scriptures like you know it's all gonna be okay and 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 Jesus and so on might not be appropriate. But I think for me personally, I've I've seen that being a Christian to them in terms of walking alongside them and literally showing them the love of Christ through your actions mm. has been a really big way for me. So um, I know I mentioned before that my um, my best friend he lost his mum in June. Uh, yeah, lost his mum in June, and he was a, he's a non non believer. And just being able to walk alongside him and answering some of his questions of, you know, if there's a God, why? Why would these things happen to my mom? His mom was a, a real strong believer as well. And just yeah, walking with him all these months, um, spoke to him this morning and he's saying, you know, what services do you join? What services um, do you have online? I want to watch some of your services. I like when you speak about God and so on. So it's just, yeah, I think that, yeah, just walking alongside that person, showing them who Jesus is and maybe even sharing your experience of hardship and, and how you got through some of these things could be helpful for a non-believer instead of just trying to show uh, or share Bible scriptures particularly. But yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No, helpful then. So, yeah. Oh, there's Don. Don,
0: Don. sorry, just, just unmute yourself, Don.
4: Yeah. There we go. Yeah, just, just picking up on a number of things that people have said this morning, um, <clears throat> particularly about uh, like Billy talking about coping mechanisms uh, and Teresa are saying, what can we give to people without faith? Now, uh, in, in my chaplaincy work, I come across people who are facing crises all, all the time uh, with a variety of emotions. Uh, what, one of the questions that I, I will often ask is if they have any faith background at all, which you can then address uh, and, and build upon But the the passage of scripture that I found has helped people most, whether they have a faith or whether they don't have a faith, is Philippians 4. Uh, And it's a great way of coping through crises about what we should think on. And when we think on those things, then we can find the the joy and the peace that can come through that. Uh, And as a Christian, if, if we're helping someone through that, to suggest the sort of things that they can be thinking about and uh, Mm -hmm. it's amazing that you know the number of positive uh, feedback that I've had as a result of people even if they don't have faith but of looking through those things and that in itself can be the next step in leading them to the permanent uh, joy that comes through faith in Christ.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah thank you don no that's really helpful and you just made me think as you're saying that um just helping someone to the next step might might be enough might we, we don't have to solve everything do we but if we could just help them take the next step no thank you yeah helpful yeah yeah
0: we have one more burning question before we go adam
2: um, yeah i think just um the sort of th- things that we've been talking about around trials and how you know we can mature and develop uh, things like that I think something I've thinks really you know we have to be really careful around especially when we're dealing with non-Christians is if they don't have any scriptural background their view of who God is and who God's character is is often the defining feature about whether they're Christian whether they're interested or whether they're Mm -hmm. sort of leaning towards God is because if they think God is a sort of angry wrathful god who punishes people or or puts them in situations where bad things happen to help them grow um that, that then that gives them a view of god's character which is very unappealing and tends to drive people away and um and i think that we have to be really careful when we talk around this topic that god brings you know brings goodness from all things and and can bring goodness out of really horrible situations. That's very different language from God made that horrible situation happen. Mm. You know, God sort of, you know, took your child, you know, your child died. And then a Christian comes in and says, um, but, you know, you know, God might have done that. It's part of his plan. You don't understand. He, He might be bringing you closer to him kind of language which which we do see spoken a lot in church yeah. and I think it, it, it can be very dangerous I mean I don't want to go down the route of what God ordains and what he doesn't ordain but mm. I just think that language in the way we talk about God's character we have to be very careful um, especially when we're dealing with people who don't have sort of scriptural background um, and I think it's really important what you said Denzel about journeying with people and loving them and being Christ to them um is is really really key um and just that we we want to make sure that we show jesus you know when 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 we see god we want to see jesus as well
1: yeah no that's really important adam and i i think i mean just to go back to what dawn said again about showing that verse is part of the problem as well that we think we have to solve the whole issue and and you know maybe God just calls us to, to be there at that moment to be gracious to speak of him and not not be a means of that person making commitment to God at this very moment but just just' we're there for that moment and to bring that bit of a change in perspective or, or, or say that one word that can just just get us through and and just because when someone is in a crisis. It, it's just about keeping going and surviving almost, isn't it? And and getting through to, to the next day. It's not about, yeah, getting the whole thing worked out. But but you, you, you're right. And I know, yeah, we, we, we can say very simplistic things, and we need to be very careful not to. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I know time has gone, so I'm going to... Uh, stop us there so we can go into our breakout rooms and just to catch up and maybe pray for
2: one another and just see how we're all doing during this time. So bear with me one moment.